A number of business headlines to run down on this Friday, not the least of which the job numbers for May are in. And let's welcome into the show Mike Moffat, economist with Western University, who joins us now. Mike, good afternoon on this Friday. Good afternoon. Appreciate you joining us. And it's uh, good news on the job front for uh, May, it seems. Yeah, absolutely. So we uh, gained uh, 40,000 jobs uh, across Canada. Uh, the bulk of those is in Alberta, which isn't uh, too surprising. With, with high oil prices, uh, their economy is booming. So it's not only creating jobs in the oil and gas sector, but all those sort of spin-off jobs. You know, more people out there in Alberta spending money, creating retail jobs. So overall, uh, you know, we are a still a resource uh, exporting economy. And uh, with so many resource prices so high that's uh, doing good things, at least uh, for some regions of our country. All right. Adding 40,000 jobs pushes the jobless rate down to uh, 5.1%, which is a record low? It is, yeah. Uh, so this is uh, this is quite uh, a low figure. Overall, we are seeing uh, low uh, or high number of job vacancies. You know, we're hearing about uh, skill shortages uh, in a lot of sectors in our economy, as uh, things open back up, uh, we're finding that it's, it's getting tough to find workers. Yeah, and to that end, Mike, I was reading earlier today that uh, a lot of workers, those that are searching for employment or those that are looking to maybe uh, change jobs, uh, they've got uh, what a lot of people are calling kind of unprecedented leverage right now. Yeah, they, they absolutely do. And we are seeing uh, higher rates of people changing jobs, in, in part because of this in inflation we've got going on, that, uh, uh, you know, people are seeing their sort of paychecks eroded by inflation at the same time where we have a very tight uh, job market. So people are sort of realizing that oftentimes the, the fastest way to get a raise is uh, to, to go work for a different employer. So this is what we're seeing, you know, high, uh, high rates of job turn as uh, we've got this tight labor market and people looking for more money. And with this tight labor market, does it exacerbate some problems? And I'm thinking about the airport that I just mentioned a moment ago. And again, we're going to be talking about this more in depth in the next uh, 20 minutes uh, once again. But, uh, you know, part of the problem there we're hearing is a staffing uh, shortage. And does it make it uh, tougher when it comes to things like the airport uh, when they are uh, looking for workers? Yeah, it, it absolutely does. And we have all these sort of second-order effects. So one area where we're, we're having trouble finding people is uh, daycare employees uh, and uh, people to look after kids, which means that parents are, are you know, having to, to stay home with kids and not going out to the labor market. So, you know, we've had such a big structural change in our economy as uh, – uh, you know, as uh, we had to shut down sector of, of that economy over the last two years. And now as those places are, are going up, you know, former uh, daycare workers and, uh, and bartenders and, and people who worked at airports, you know, oftentimes they're not coming back to those jobs because in the uh, last couple of years they, they've gone off and they've done something else. All right. Uh, meantime, as uh, as good as a news as sorry as good a news as the uh, job report uh, is today. Of course, we still have uh, soaring inflation in the Bank of Canada, increasing uh, interest rates as we know uh, pretty aggressively in the first part of this year, and we're hearing uh, more to come. And that is uh, sparking some fears that uh, we may be heading for a recession with these high interest rates, high prices. Uh, what's your take, Mike, on where the Canadian economy is and where we're heading? Yeah, I think that is a real concern. Uh, that yeah, as inflation goes up, the uh, the Bank of Canada raises interest rates, and what that does is it, it cools off uh, consumer spending. It gets people to save more, 
and, and that kind of thing. But we have to realize that one person's spending is another person's income. So what can happen is if the Bank of Canada raises interest rates too much and gets a little too aggressive, uh, you know, spending slows down even further than we want it to go, and we find ourselves in a recession. And so uh, the Bank of Canada has a really tough job right now where they want to raise interest rates to the level where they get inflation under control, but not so far that uh, they they induce a recession. And we've never seen a scenario like this in our lifetime where we you know have uh, you know have inflation picking up so quickly. You know have all this sort of return to work. So the Bank of Canada and the Federal Reserve and and other agencies around the world don't really have a, a playbook for this kind of thing. So. It is a it is a very real concern that uh, we may uh, shut uh, spending off a little too quickly. Okay, no playbook. That might answer my next question, Mike, because obviously, as you mentioned, the Bank of Canada is walking a real tightrope here. Do we know or do we have an idea where that line is between inflation and these higher prices and higher interest rates, which we're now seeing to try to curb some of those high prices? Yeah, we, we really don't. I, I think our traditional models uh, don't work, in, in part because we have so many things that are outside of our control in Canada. So, you know, we've had the lockdowns in China. You know, we're still having trouble uh, getting things like microchips and appliances and, and, and other things. Uh, we've got the war and the tragedy in Ukraine, which is uh, pushing up commodity prices and not, not just oil, but uh, fertilizer prices are, are going through the roof. And that's sort of affecting our, our food supply. Uh, we have some droughts out west as well. So we've got all of these things that are out of, not only out of our control, but they're really sort of hard to predict. Uh, you know, if you're trying to predict uh, inflation, in part, you're, you're having to become an expert on, uh, you know, the, the war in Ukraine. This is a very uh, difficult uh, situation. It lo- looks like the Bank of Canada will be raising rates again, probably 50 points at their next meeting. There's Though there is some talk uh, with today's inflation data of the U.S. that it might be 75 points. So, you know, we are going to see some aggressive uh, rate hikes coming soon. And that's, you know, particularly going to hurt anybody with a variable rate mortgage or a mortgage that's coming up for renewal. Is it disproportionately hurting younger Canadians, these higher prices and these uh, higher uh, interest rates? Because there are uh, reports uh, this week and more and more stories that it is uh, younger Canadians that, again, are disproportionately getting hit here. Yeah, there, there are a few groups. So, so younger Canadians are, are definitely one of them. Uh, you know, they are seeing uh, home prices go down a little bit, but they're not really saving any much because, uh, you know, any sort of benefit from lower home prices are, are eaten up by uh, high, higher mortgage rates. And definitely anybody on a, on a fixed income is, is getting hurt by this as, you know, gasoline prices and food prices go up. So it's a really important thing to remember that, you know, just because prices are going up 6 or 7 percent uh, across the board doesn't, doesn't mean that uh, everybody is equally uh, affected. So, so young people as well as older people on fixed incomes are getting hurt a little bit more by this. All right. And amidst all of this, Mike, the Bank of Canada is also sounding the alarm uh, when it comes to a high household uh, debt. How concerned are you as an economist and an analyst about the amount of uh, debt that Canadian households are carrying right now amid this uh, soaring inflation? Yeah, I, I am quite concerned, uh, particularly for, for those who went out and often during the pandemic went out and, and bought a, a, a second home. Uh, wanted a little bit uh, more space and kind of speculated 
I think they may find themselves in a little bit of trouble as interest rates uh, go up uh, and either they have a very low rate mortgage or they have to renew a fixed rate mortgage. You know, they might have trouble renewing those. So, so absolutely, we've seen, uh, you know, we've seen during the pandemic at least a, a portion of the population sort of uh, whip out their credit card uh, and those those bills are becoming due. And that, again, trickles out to the rest of the economy, because if, if those individuals are hurting and, and have to save or declare bankruptcy, um, that's going to affect spending and that's going to affect uh, the economy as a whole. Yeah. Do we know as a whole how Canada ranks overall when it comes to household debt? And uh, you mentioned these uh, high housing uh, prices. Uh, the two of them are uh, very interrelated and uh, connected. But uh, do you know just offhand, Mike, uh, how we are when it comes to household uh, debt compared to uh, other countries? Uh, when it comes to gross debt, we, we tend to be number one. Uh, you know, we tend to have the highest uh, debt to income ratio of, of any developed country. Uh, now, that said, a lot of our debt is uh, is mortgage debt, and house prices have risen quite a bit. So, uh, you know, while we, we do have a lot of debt, we also have a lot of assets. But, you know, that that can become problematic, that if we have a, a home price correction, uh, you know, the value of those assets decline, but, but not the value of the debt. So, you know, we, we have been taking some risks as Canadians. Those risks for the last few years have paid off pretty well as home prices have gone up. But, you know, should we see a correction, that uh, that could spell trouble. All right, Mike, really appreciate the analysis and the insight. Thank you so much for joining us on this Friday, and have a good weekend. You too. Take care. Mike Moffat, economist at Western University in London, Ontario. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.